Have you been told to just let go? You've just been hurt, you're angry, you feel violated, and someone says, just let it go. Okay, what the heck does that even mean? And if I could just let go, don't you think I would have done that already? Let's chat about this letting go shit, shall we? Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, freedom and forgiveness coach and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself Podcast. Research shows that we create and maintain problems because they give us a sense of identity. Do you remember in the resentment episode when we talked about resentments giving us a sense of power, that identity of being the wronged one? So this explains why we often hold on to our pain far beyond its ability of being able to be of service to us because of that identity. Over and over again, we replay those past mistakes in our head, allowing those feelings of shame and guilt and even regret to fill our mind and heart, which ends up shaping our actions in the present. And most of the time, those actions aren't what we want them to be, are they? Then there's the future tripping. Oh my goodness. Do we cling to frustration and worry about the future? All right, raise your hand. I am. Yep. We do this as if this fixation on the unknown somehow gives us power. Our brain likes certainty, so it will make stuff up for us, right? This all causes stress in our minds and bodies, which actually creates serious health issues. And we all accept this tension as being the norm. You know. There will never be a time when life is simple. We are too complicated as humans for it to be simple. Especially when we are here to grow and learn from our beliefs and defense mechanisms that we have created. Yet in every moment, we have a chance to let go of that frustration and illusion of control and actually find some peace. You ready to find out how? Well, here are some areas. There's going to be three areas that people have challenges in letting go. And I'm going to give you some ideas of what you can do about it in each category. So the first one is letting go of frustration with yourself. The first thing is shift your perception. When we can change our perception around how we see the problem and be willing to seek the root cause of it, It can turn the situation or problem into a blessing in disguise if we are willing to look at it that way. Number two, allow yourself to cry. Did you know that crying actually is good for you? I know. 
Research says that emotional tears contain stress hormones and other toxins that gets cleared from the body. I know, I thought that was great. And then I liked this one. Researchers at Harvard University have established that crying releases oxytocin and endorphins, which are feel-good chemicals that helps ease both physical and emotional pain. Crazy, right? Okay, so cry. Number three, make a list of your accomplishments. Okay, even the small ones and add to it daily. So make it like a living document. There's nothing better than shifting our perception, which I talked about a minute ago, to bring some ease into our minds and bodies. Switching from the things we feel we can't do to things we have accomplished also changes the chemicals in our brain. So start making that list and not just writing down the certificates and trophies. Have this list include helping people, volunteering, reaching out. Also, you know, being in love and having children and how you feel about passions in your life. Those are accomplishments. It's an internal and external list of accomplishments. It really helps us with our frustration. Number four is recognizing expectations. Okay, this one's a big one. I remember learning in AA years ago that expectations are resentments waiting to happen. Okay? Expectations can be a little sneaky. Now, I know you're probably saying, Brenda, of course I have expectations. People should treat me with respect or behave a certain way. And I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second with you, okay? One of the reasons that expectations are resentments waiting to happen is because we think people should behave a certain way, and that is how we want them to behave. Emphasis, we want them to behave. And maybe they're not capable of behaving that way. Or maybe they have their own judgments and expectations of themselves, of you, of life which keeps them from behaving or acting how you think they should. Hmm, that is something to ponder. Yes, we can get into the social etiquette and the things that we are raised with and how to behave with each other and all that stuff. However, we don't always know the person's background or story or what is fueling that story. A couple things come to mind around expectations for me. The story is of my dad, which is a great example. I had an expectation of my dad. I expected him to love me as every dad should love their child. Notice the should. When I did the radical forgiveness training in person with Colin Tipping, he took us through some really intense exercises around resentments. And I was working on my dad leaving us when I was five and not having any contact with him after that. When I was 16, I found him. I wanted to see him, but he wouldn't talk to me and he didn't want to see me. Now, I was justifiably angry because I had dreamed of having a relationship with him. I came up with all sorts of reasons why he didn't contact me until that day when I was 16 and was told. He didn't want to see me or talk with me. 
In working with Colin, he was having us use this tennis racket to the ottoman and yelling out at that person, which was my dad, that we were angry with, right? Telling them how we felt. So when I was yelling, you're yelling during this, when I was yelling, you should have loved me. I needed you to love me. Colin stopped me and said, Brenda, what if he wasn't capable of loving you the way you wanted to be loved? I caught my breath in mid-swing. Now, Colin was lucky I didn't swing at him because that brought up a lot of anger. And I looked at him and I said, he had to love me. He was my dad. They're supposed to love their children. Colin said, Brenda, you're a mother, right? I said, yes. He said, in all honesty, have you ever not wanted to be a mom, even for a moment? All right, on that one, I had to sit back. I was feeling such mixed emotions of anger and then understanding, and it was confusing. Because yes, there were times as a single mom of two kids when it was overwhelming that I had thoughts that it would be easier not to be a mom. And I looked at Colin and I answered with tears rolling down my face and my teeth just clenched. And I said, yes. And he said, good. Because that gives you the gateway to bringing and understanding and compassion that maybe he didn't want to be a dad or wasn't ready for it. He goes, Brenda, in those days, people were expected to have kids even if they didn't want them. Now that was a huge awareness for me because I had not thought of it like that before. (sighs) You know, I had had an expectation that my dad should love me because I was his child. And that, my friend, wasn't the case. You know, I don't know if he loved me or not. And frankly, I'm going to never know. What I do know is that question from Colin helped me to bring in a tiny sliver of compassion by asking me about my own self which ended up growing more and more compassion so that I could forgive my dad and therefore bring peace to my heart and mind. Now, my other thought on expectations before we leave this one is that it's incredibly hard to not have expectations. I mean, come on. Expectations are part of our human desire. It's a part of our psyche that's made up for protection, right? And it, But it really comes from scarcity. So take a moment right now. Can you think of a time where you expected someone to behave a certain way or treat you a certain way and you were extremely disappointed in their behavior? Yeah, you can probably think of a few. I can. Having expectations can block your fulfillment because people and life will never be able to meet your demands, which actually come from scarcity thinking, if you you really think about it. It doesn't come from the heart. This can drain your precious energy, which can harden even the most open-hearted people if they get swallowed up 
by expectations. So start to become aware of where you are holding expectations about yourself and others. There's a worksheet um, on the podcast resource page related to episode 20, where I talked about unmet expectations that can guide you through becoming more aware of those expectations, which could be helpful for those that are challenged with it and also a way to be able to release them. Now, number five in this category about ourselves is feel the feelings. Okay. If you stifle your feelings, it not only causes physical harm to yourself, all the studies show that, but the energy of that emotion can leak out and it affects people around us. Okay, have you ever walked into a room where someone was having an argument or just had an argument and the room felt heavy and your body feels tense? Okay, before you can let go of any emotion, you have to feel it fully and do that in a healthy way. Beating a cushion with a tennis racket, as I said, I highly recommend it. And it's a super good, healthy way to get anger out. And number six, take responsibility. Many times when you're angry, you focus on what someone else did that was wrong, which is giving away your power, right? When we say, when we blame, remember, that's just focus on giving that way that power. But when you focus on what you could have done better, or responded differently, or acted differently, you often feel empowered and less bitter. Now, the second category is letting go of past relationships. So what we can do is we can look at it this way. Number one is what did this experience teach you? Now, I don't want you, I want to give you, give yourself some time here. I don't want you to immediately like, you know, get a breakup and go, yeah, what did this experience teach me? Oh, no, 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 no. You're going to go, fuck you. I don't care what this taught me. I hurt. You don't want, yeah, you don't want to jump to this one. But this is when after you give yourself some time, you can ask, what did I learn in this relationship about myself? Okay. Now, No, we're not going to say I learned to close off and I learned not to trust anybody again. No, we're not going to go that way. Really, really look at who did you become through this relationship? What did you become aware of about yourself? Did you see a pattern? Did you notice beliefs? Did you shrink? Was there some codependence that showed up? Did you stand in your power and maybe that person couldn't handle it? So take a look at it. There's some gold in there. Now, number two of letting go of past relationships is write a letter to the person. Now, okay, now don't send it yet. Just get it all out. Then after you sit with it for a while, you can determine if sending it will cause more harm than good. You can also read this letter to a trusted friend, a coach, or a therapist. That way your story is witnessed and validated And then you can have a ceremony around burning of the letter. That's powerful or shredding it. It's a powerful release. It's a physical release. And number three is look at the relationship with discernment. This can take some time to do. And you may also find it helpful if you have an objective person to take you through this exercise. Remember, relationships take two, and when we can acknowledge the good and the bad parts, it brings it into perspective 
and it lets us know what we want to change about ourselves because we can't change other people, but we want to know what we can do to change so that we can move forward. And our third category is letting go of stress. Okay. Number one, deep breathing or just breathing is a wonderful and a free way, right? Of relieving stress. It's free to us. It's the thing we don't do when we're stressed. Do you breathe? Mm, Barely. But it's the one thing that brings us to this present moment. Now, if hearing me say present moment irritates you, you need to look at that because it is really true. It is only in this present moment that you can make things happen. You can't make it happen in the past. You can't make it happen in the future. So to become present, right, we can take a walk or step outside into the grass. We can just take our shoes off. Oh my gosh. There's powerful research around how this will help us to diffuse frustration. And it just brings us calm and peace and hug a tree. I did that today. I went out and hugged a tree. It feels amazing. Number two for letting go of stress is an energetic bank account. Now, something that helped me in learning about stress and my energy was from Carolyn Mace. She would use a diagram to show this concept, but I'll describe it here. I'm going to preface this, though, with having you keep in mind that regret is from the past, right? Worry is about the future. Both of those are taking you away from the present moment. So I want you to think about it like an energetic bank account. You have a hundred credits per day. Now they don't accumulate. They don't roll over. They are just for that day. Now, if you have some negative beliefs and stories that you are carrying around with you, okay, it's a heavy backpack. We got heavy stories from the past, right? We've got divorces. We've got job losses. We've got bankruptcies. We've got abuse. We've got all these things that we are carrying around that maybe we haven't forgiven. This can take up to like 75% of your energy credits that day, just holding that backpack, carrying it around with you, okay? Then for those of us worried about the future, the what ifs, that can take like 20%. Like, what if I lose my job? What if I never find my soulmate? What if I, what if I die alone? What if, what if, what if? Okay, that can take up to 20% of your energy credits. Well, how much does that leave you? Five, five percent or five credits to be in this present moment. In the present moment is where we create, we manifest, we heal. Five percent is not enough. So be aware of your energetic bank account and do that inner work to heal the past and to bring yourself present. Number three, to relieve stress is do something that you can control. Okay, taking an action actually helps relieve that stress of not knowing or worrying. So do something simple. Clean out a drawer. No need to take on anything big unless you want to and you have the time to do it. But make it simple. 
And a lot of people find just cleaning the room or house really helps to shift and move that energy. Do something that you can control. Go for a walk. And then number four, of course, being with friends and laughing is the best medicine. It improves your nervous system, it eases pain, and it makes you breathe deeper and releases tension. The biggest part of letting go is being able to identify what it is that is happening within yourself. Remember, it's not really about the other person. There is something inside of you that is being activated or triggered that wants your attention. So here are some questions you can ask yourself. Where else have I felt this way? Hmm, in what relationship have I felt this? Make a list of those people that you have felt this way with. What are those relationships? Now, how far back can you go with this feeling? I encourage you to go as far back as you can. What are the similarities in those relationships with that feeling? What is the story that this feeling is telling you? And then lastly, are you ready to let go of that story and the beliefs within it so you can move forward? I'd like to end this episode with a little practice. So as you are sitting there, probably not driving, or you could be driving, but I have some questions and I have something for you to feel. What might happen if you surrender to this moment right here, right now? No longer resisting nor denying what is, but rather fully embracing and living into this moment. Use your breath. Bring yourself back to this moment. Keep bringing yourself back with your breath. and Let the rest go. Let go of needing to know what happens next. Let go of the expectations you've placed upon yourself. Let go of the pressure to perform, to prove yourself, and to be right. Let go of the need for everything to be perfect. Let go of the fear that is a hold on your life and your heart. Let go of the idea that who you are is not enough, that you are not worthy or deserving of love. Let go of trying to fix yourself or others or even change the world. For just a moment, this moment, can you let it all go? Can you surrender so deeply that you feel you are held in a deep, loving space? Can you reconnect to that sacred space inside you, which is always there with you and always knows exactly what to do? Can you connect to the quiet beating of your heart and infinite wisdom of your soul? Keep breathing. Do you feel the quieting of your thoughts within yourself? Are you willing to take this moment and let go? Thank you for breathing with me and bringing ourselves into this moment together. We are all in a season of our lives where letting go of our worries, resentments, negative beliefs, regrets, hurts, and stories 
that are holding us hostage, it's imperative that we let them go. It's so important for us to discern what we are willing to let go of to be present. We can't be present in the past or in the future. Remember, we need more than 5% credit. Your true power is right here, right now. It's proven. You know this. You have felt this. Tap into it more. Be aware of those shoulda, woulda, couldas and tell them to go to hell. Stand in the knowing of your power. I'm with you. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy it, would you do me a favor and share this episode and then follow us on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss one episode of the Forgive Yourself podcast, where every Friday you will get tips, tools, and stories so that you can turn your pain into peace. Take care. Thank you.